The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Live from Cobb County, they're coming off the top rope. If they could actually climb up there. You gotta be kidding me! No, don't do this! It's time for the finishing move. Our chance to talk all things wrestling. With the road dog, Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan, Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe. The finishing move on Extra 106.3, Atlanta's Sports and Talk. Good evening, wrestling fans. Welcome to another edition of The Finishing Move. Big John Radcliffe along with my tag team partner for the evening, Chris Colwell. Coming to you with all things wrestling. If you have been on social media, you've seen that gentleman who's climbed the turnbuckle in his backyard and how his knees ended up. Yeah, I think we're just going to change the opening and no longer any of us are going to try to climb the turnbuckle. That would be for the best. That could get a little dangerous. Yeah, you saw his knees snap backwards. Yeah, that was rough. Yeah, we're not doing that. Well, you know what happens when I try to do moves where I leave, yeah, leave the, the ground? Yeah, the moon beats you. Pretty much. The floor won Chris Colwell nothing. I well, mean, we're still going to go with the argument that Brandon Joseph cheap-shotted me with a steel chair. No, we're not. And, no and Paul drove to... me onto the ground. Like, I never saw it coming. No one's It was ever... like SummerSlam. I never saw it coming. No one's ever gone with that argument. No no one. That's I the am. only one. I am. Everyone else knows the truth. There's We've, no video evidence of this of this happening. No, no, it is. No, there's no video. No, it is. No. Yeah, no, there is. Okay. Well, thank you guys for joining us. And look, guys, Road Dog's out. And you hear that? Whoa, is that a show That's sheet? That's a show sheet. It's an actual... I actually don't know if I know how to work under these conditions. I might need to walk out. Look, considering the fact that the open to the show, we missed about three seconds of it. I can't work under those conditions either. (laughs) Working sounds to be a challenge. Well, look, we got a jam-packed show for you guys tonight because as we are on approach to Survivor Series this Sunday, we're going to talk a little WWE. We're going to talk a little AEW. Who knows? We might even get a little crazy tonight. We might even talk a little Impact Wrestling. But first, we're going to start off. Yeah, we're going to talk a little Impact Wrestling. No way. Well, I can't see it on TV. I had to Google it. I can't find it Twitch, man. Twitch. Evidently, having a Twitch account could be a problem. And yeah, we're going to talk about that. So. We're going to talk about that coming up. But before we get into that, Cole, how are you this evening, man? Man, I am good. It's uh, you know, it's a good time to be a wrestling fan. It always is. It is. There is so much going on, and we're going to kick it off with the WWE because WWE Thunderdome. It's been at the Amway Center. It's getting ready to get a new home. It's going to move to Tropicana Field. It's going to move to Tampa Bay. They're going to put it at Tropicana Field where the Tampa Rays normally play. So now what we're going to see is they're going to have more room. They're going to have more space. And what it actually looks like to me is that the WWE is kind of prepping to have a way. I wouldn't be the least bit surprised if they're not actually prepping to have a way where they continue with the Thunderdome ideology, but they try to welcome in some fans into the arena. Because, look, I don't know if you've tried before, Chris. I know Road Dog has. I've tried several times. I've gotten approved to be in the Thunderdome. I've just never made it into the Thunderdome. When I go to log in, for some odd reason, it won't let me in. So which one are you going for? Are you going to continue to try to go for Thunderdome? Or do we make a show road trip and head down to Tampa and see if we can get in Tropicana Field? I mean, the idea that I would be able to sit still long enough to do the Thunderdome, it was a nice substitute. But if I'm going to go to a show, I mean, if I got the option... You know, let's go road tripping, man. I love a good road trip, and, you know, I'm jonesing for some live wrestling. Yeah, look, I think it's a great idea for him. I think it's a great move, even if it's just something that maybe WWE, they might actually not get their storylines correct, and they might actually chop them up a little bit, but they might actually be doing something in a direction that could be a, a great idea for them is where you spend more time in more cities. Because I can't imagine them trying to take the Thunderdome city to city when things start to open up and we have, you know, whatever needs to be done for this pandemic to be to be taken care of and things get back to normal when we're on the other side of all of this. I just can't envision them actually trying to take the Thunderdome city to city. So you got to believe maybe this would be an opportunity of just imagine if you do it, let's just say right about now, here we are, November 19th, 
You take it from November 19th to December 19th, and you're at SunTrust Park every Friday for a month. I'm sorry, Truist Park, excuse me, right across the street. You're at Truist Park every Friday for a month, and now you can do it. We, we kind of have the weather for it where we haven't really had rain. Or maybe you do it in, in Mercedes-Benz. Maybe you do it in one of the many different arenas that we have right here in Atlanta, and then you move on to the next one. I think WWE might be actually on to something, or if not, hopefully they're listening, and maybe I'm on to something. I mean, maybe you are. I mean, I would hope that they listen to this show. We've given them great creative ideas because, let's be honest, they don't do a good job of that themselves. But, I mean, they're not going to take Thunderdome on the road like uh, to go city to city week to week. That's just way too much to ask, especially when – I mean, you know, it's so you already hear how the construction of it is. But, I mean, I think this is a good chance for them to try to transition away from Thunderdome eventually. It's good to have right now. And, you know, maybe if they're able to get fans in in the trop, which from what I read earlier, it sounds like they're still going with the close set situation, at least in the short term there. But, well, you could easily find yourself into doing something similar to what you have at the Capitol Wrestling Center for a.k.a. the former Performance Center for NXT, where you have, you know, an area that are for for fans, it's a limited capacity, but actual fans in the building, and you still keep the, you know, virtual fans there until you slowly get to where you can have more fans there, and then you eventually get to where, all right, now, you know, we might not have full capacity arenas for a long time, but 25% arenas, maybe 30% arenas, I mean, I think that's more likely moving forward especially as we get closer to a potential vi- uh, uh, vaccine for this virus. And, I mean, at this point, you, you, Thunderdome's a cool concept, but that is not a long-term solution. I disagree. I think it actually could be a long-term solution because here's the thing. How much does it cost to get in Thunderdome? Absolutely nothing. Your internet provider. As long as you have a computer, an internet provider, and a camera, which most people do, you have it on your phone, you have it on your tablet, you have it on your laptop, you have that, you're all set. You've now opened up a way where people who normally can't go to an experience, think of it like this. Look at how many people can no longer, you know, you've heard the complaints just right here in Atlanta at Mercedes-Benz Stadium, how the working guy can no longer afford to go to take in a pro football game. Well, now the working guy can afford to, hey, you know what? I got a strong Wi-Fi signal. I'm a father of four that are all into the WWE. Hey, kids, everybody get your tablet, get your laptop, boot them up. Let's, let's go ahead and log in. And let's be a part of Thunderdome. And I think even going, continuing going forward, you know what? Let's just keep it moving this way. And if there's a chance you can go city to city, let's just go city to city. But we can still do Thunderdome in a way that you can get working class people involved. I mean, maybe you can, on a, on a smaller scale, continue to do that. But what what have we said from the get-go is the problem that you have run into, that Road Dogs run into, that I ran into at least one time. What's well, trying to get well, in that's there? That's because Impact Wrestling doesn't do things. No, I didn't. Try, well, yeah, the, they don't do it. Can you imagine them trying to actually afford to do that? I don't. I don't I'd think never that, be able to find the link. They would probably just get computer monitors and set them up around the arena because oh. I can't imagine them having. Hey, I love Impact, but oh, I, I mean, come on, that's just come on. They've got you know their budget can't be that big, so it's just not even called for. <laughs> I will say this: it would still be better than the empty arena that they're doing right now, but. Oh. That's a whole other discussion. Norm- what did they do to you? You normally defend them. What did you do? Hey, we, here on the Other Guys podcast, the new podcast of The Finishing Move, that myself and David Holloway, the intern of uh, The Finishing Move, we host. We talk a lot of impact. We give them plenty of love. In fact, if, you know, gave them credit for what they did this past uh, Saturday with their Turning Point show. But That I must mean, be that point zero 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 two rating that they pulled. Uh, on Impact Plus? Yeah, that point zero 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 yeah, zero zero. I didn't know you had access to the ratings for Impact Plus. I, I no, that's just what they get on Access TV. That was just YouTube, so I'm Because apparently you can't find it on your cable provider. I, I, I can't find it on cable, internet, no one what, else. What cable do you have? You don't mind me asking. If you can find Impact Wrestling, call us 404-741-1230. If you have Am I it, eligible to call, call in? Because I, I find it. You're talking in the microphone. I'm just <laughs> Okay, do we have to go back to Radio 101 for you? You know what? Did you hear how the uh, show started? Apparently so. As of right now, you're going to join the likes of Zelina Vega if you keep going down this road. You're going to kick me off Twitch? No, I didn't kick her off Twitch. She was That's actually a way to watch Impact. Zelina Vega is still on Twitch. That's one of the reasons why she's still on there, because she's no longer with the WWE. Very true. As it came out, Zelina Vega sent out what everyone believes the tweet to be a portion of it, but it actually, as you dug 
further and further into this story, more and more things came out about it. Where for those of you guys who haven't been keeping up, WWE obviously had an issue with superstars having Twitch accounts. So they put out that a mandate. The WWE superstars, they had a deadline to close their Twitch accounts. Now their Twitch multiple superstars use Twitch as their other stream of income. Zelina Vega, AJ Styles, now currently uh, AEW superstar, but former WWE superstar Rusev slash Miro. Um, several different superstars use it as a stream of revenue. But Zelina Vega actually even took it a, st a step further, as it reports. She actually opened up an OnlyFans account as well. Um, some people might know OnlyFans is to be a bit of an adult site, but celebrities use it as a way to contact and interact with their fans as well, which is another revenue stream that she kind of tried to sidestep WWE about. And ultimately, it seems as if Vince and the WWE wanted to make an example of her and let her go because of it. WWE, I think they made a mistake because they let go what could be a really good star. Yeah, they're they're really picking a a really bizarre situation to die on the hill over. I mean, they're making such a big deal about this, which I, you know, I've even tweeted about it, which you can follow me at Bearded Cole. Well, the Twitter address has not changed. The Twitter handle remains the same. But I tweeted that I see both sides of the story here. I see the fact that, you know, WWE looks at it from a monetary standpoint. Look, you have as many followers. You're making the money on Twitch and on these other sites, Cameo and OnlyFans, which I wonder if Road Dog has an account where he goes on there. So if you said it's like an adult-based site, I wonder how much time Road Dog spends on there. I'm not touching that with you. <laughs> I'm not going down that road with uh, you. Okay, nope. let's not go down. You're on your own with that one. Okay, anyway, uh, look, I mean, they're making, you're getting the money, you're getting the followers off of that because of the name that WWE has helped you to create based on the platform. So I get their argument, but at the same time, it sounds to me like they're, instead of being like, hey, let's work out maybe like a 60-40-50-50 split, this sounds like you're basically telling the wrestlers they can't do Twitch, they can't do uh, Cameo, any of these, unless it's promoted by WWE, and the fact that it's counting towards your downside guarantee, which sounds to me like... You're basically telling the wrestlers they have to be on Twitch and they're not going to get paid for it because they're already getting paid through their downside guarantee. See, that's where I disagree with you. AJ Styles was a star before he came to WWE. Oh, agreed. Why did he have to close his? For the same reason. If you're going to if you're going to make that point for everybody on the roster, you can't just let one I guy. I think WWE got greedy. I think they Absolutely. got Absolutely. I got I think they got too greedy. They want too much more of it because they see another revenue source and they can't control it because when you have stars like AJ Lee who own AJ Lee? Excuse AJ me, Lee. AJ Styles, who own the rights to their name and WWE. I miss AJ Lee. You know your wife's probably listening. That's a you issue you got to deal. No, with. No, she was entertaining. It had nothing to do with that. She was cute. It's okay. What's your OnlyFans password? Anyway, <laughs> when you have stars like AJ Styles, who they own My the rights to their names, me. Sting, who owns the rights to his name. Right. When you have these stars who own their names and they created their brand before they got to WWE. They have the right to do whatever they want with it. It's their business. You're still a contract employee. You're not a W-2 employee to the WWE. Mm -hmm. WWE and Vince got greedy. And Zelina Vega, who honestly, I won't say she's one of the best female wrestlers in the WWE. She's an up-and-coming star. But she created her own name. They did nothing with her. They made her a valet. She has a talent that goes with it. They could have done more with her. And you could have continued it on. Now, you could have put a mandate that... You can't go outside of certain parameters. We don't want you. Let, let's okay. Let's pull the curtain back here a little bit. We're here working at Dickey Broadcasting. John Rad four fifty, Bearded Colwell. Nice. There's certain things that we just can't tweet about. There's just certain things we just don't tweet about because it doesn't work. And to steal a phrase from the WWE, it's just not best for business. Even though we're W two employees, it's just not best for business that we touch certain topics, certain brands, certain things of that nature. WWE can put that mandate out there, but to out and out say, I'm going to steal a revenue stream from you, that you work on yourself, you don't use any WWE proprietary uh, uh, ventures to go with it, because keep in mind on Twitch, she's not known as Zelina Vega. She's known on Twitch. She has a different name. I can't well, her real name's uh, Thea Trinidad. Is that what it is? No, it's something else. She uses She uses a different handle. It's okay. no different than, like, going into a chat room. She has a different handle that goes with it. WWE saw their stars were making another revenue stream, and they have an issue behind it because they want everything to be under their umbrella, much like their movies. If you look at the TV shows, uh, what is it, Ms. Ms. and Mrs., 
Maurice and uh yes. and the Miz. They want everything to fall under their un- umbrella. And WWE, they're probably going to try and come out with their own platform similar to this. But I think it's just absurd at the fact that, you know what, we're going to start getting rid of superstars just to kind of prove a point. When there's other ways out there, and they're just trying to find ways to add more money. Who, who has an issue with adding more money to your pocket if you're working for it? Well, I mean, I get that. And they're they're the one going out there and 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 putting on, you know, the broadcast for these things and and setting this up themselves. But again, with you know, I, I, did Zelina not have used the, the Zelina Vega name prior to being released from the company? No, she on didn't. Twitch. Okay. No, she. Well, if that's the they case, they use a completely different. The only person that still uses their same handle, AJ Styles. He Why? owns the name. He owns the name. Right. Zelina Vega used a completely different name. Uh, Miro. He used a different name. He didn't even go by Mero or Rusev. He went by another name as well. They all use different handles. Well, I mean, if (laughs) that's where it gets tricky because, again, you know, we talk about us working, pull them at the curtains here, working for for Dickie Broadcasting and here on Extra 106.3. You know, we still, if we were to go check out a venture outside of here, do we not have to have permission? Because we are under you know, certain guidelines by being employees here, by being contracted, much like these guys are. So it's kind of like when there's things where, you know, there's there's a permission part of that. But if you're telling me that these guys went out and said, hey, we're going to go tw- create a Twitch account. Okay, go ahead. You know, and they told them, would they gave them their blessing and then realized after the fact that, hey, by the way, uh, you're making a ton of money on this and you're under our contract. That should be our money because, you know, what they see this as is an opportunity, much like the wrestlers that have – explored this in the last year really there's several you didn't hear about all these wrestlers that were on twitch until earlier this year really i know aj thinks had his for a little while but he's a big gamer you know some of the other wrestlers that have taken their part or taken part on that are seeing this as a another way of making money in an era where you don't have house shows so you're not getting that extra revenue from that well the company's probably looking at it the exact same way we're not getting revenue from house shows but these guys have figured out another way to make money then we need to attack this. It's just a very shady, gray area that they're going after right now. I don't think right it now. is. I think at the simple fact, then and under the same terms, are they wrong if, say, for instance, Ms. and Maurice do real estate in California? Right. Then ultimately they should shut down their real estate company because you don't think that some of the things that they use on their yard signs, on their real estate advertising to show, hey, I'm Mike Mazzano, the Miz. I'm Maurice. I am these former W. I am these WWE superstars, and I do real estate. We've also seen so many different others. You don't think they're used part of their celebrity as a way to go out there, even when even when it's over. You look at Candice Michelle. Candice Michelle makes appearances at things like Comic Con and different conventions around the country, and she hasn't been in the WWE for years. Right. The Candice Michelle name is WWE's name. Right. She doesn't have to pay to that. She still gets to go out and earn that revenue. It's WWE's fault that you couldn't find a way to be creative during a pandemic and you couldn't find a way to, hey, we need to supplement house shows. What can we do? Maybe we should do something on Twitch. Maybe we should do be a little bit more creative. And it goes back to WWE uncreative. Maybe they should do a little bit more to be creative and supplement their income instead of taking money out of superstars hands that you know what it's not like they're doing it in the ring or in their building they're doing it from their home no no i agree with that i think ultimately i've said all along i think they've handled it very poorly has wwe if i think they have a right in this situation to try to monetize this but i think it's one of those things where hey you guys can go do this on your own go make some extra money but we want we want to cut just it doesn't need to be you know the majority of the cut it doesn't need to be 50 percent of the cut let us, you know, you you work for us. You you've made uh, you know several of these stars. You've made your name and are, and are popular because of us. Then give them the platform to do it. Then you create okay. the platform and say, hey guys, we're going to create this platform. We need keep your Twitch accounts open, but we want to. What we are going to do is offer me something to go with it. And maybe because yeah. I'm so much of a capitalist that I'm at a point of you know what. Offer me something to go with it. Hey, we're going to give you the backing of all of the WWE. We're going to give you better mm-hmm. cameras. We're going to give you better microphones. We're going to give right. you more followers. We're going to give you more to go with this on our platform. And when we offer that, will you close down your Twitch accounts? Because we don't want to compete against that. Right. We want you to come to ours at that point in time. But to have them shut it down and basically I, yeah. say, hey, I don't have any place else for you to go. And until I do, you need to shut that down. 
or they're not the mob. Right. You're making them sound like the mafia. That's what it is. <laughs> hey, I'm going to come into your business and uh, look here. Oh, my cut. You need a protection agency. Yeah. Uh, well, you're going to have to give me 20% or, uh, yeah, you're not going to be in it's, business anymore. It's, I mean, what is, what, what, what is that? Oh, who's Vince? Tony Soprano? <laughs> I mean, he does have that mom boss no, kind of like. No, he does not. He can't, you, that man, you know what? He probably could scare you if he saw you. You saw him in person. But anyway, he's. I, oh yeah, he'll scare me about as much as Hulk Hogan does in a ring. <laughs> Listen here, brother. Don't, don't don't talk bad about Hulk Hogan. Road Dog will show up here and hit you with a steel chair. Uh, Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Hulk Hogan. <laughs> Thought it'd be like Beetlejuice. You said it three times, you just show up. But it's kind of like, you know, you could almost look at it from a, you know, WWE's like the agent, so to speak. Oh, look, we're asking for 10% of what you make off of that. You guys go do, you have your own creative license for it. Do whatever you want. What do you do that I, that you want 10%? You have created the name of most of these talents. AJ Styles is now more well-known, even though, look, I'm not disagreeing with you. AJ Styles was a well-known superstar before he ever came to WWE. But if you try to tell me that he's not a bigger star now than he was before he got to WWE, you're crazy because the platform is bigger. There are more AJ Styles fans out there. I'm not taking that away from an AJ Styles. But if AJ Styles goes goes by Anthony Jones on Twitch and just says, this is who I am, I'm a gamer, and I do nothing more than that, what do you, why do I need to pay you? I'm not using anything of your creative licensing or your intellectual property that warrants me to give you a dime but of the money. But why is he making money? How is he able to make money off of his Twitch accounts? Because he has the name value. But it's If it's not, just you or me going on Twitch, how are we going to monetize that? We're not. But it's not like AJ Styles went on SmackDown and said, hey, guys, follow me on Twitch. It's not like he went on WWE's <laughs> Instagram account and said, hey, guys. Kip Sabian did that. <laughs> on AEW. Who? Kip Sabian. No, that's my point. <laughs> Kip you know, Sabian. Miro's tag team partner? Kip Sabian needs AEW to do that. AJ Styles had that following. Well, sure. Zelina Vega had that following. No, nah, that one I'm not going to. Zelina Vega had over 10 million followers on Instagram. Okay, but. She did that. On, she had. Oh, she did that. She's been in WWE for, what, three, four she years? She was over a million when she was with LAX. And that's wasn't back, with LAX. Back when she, uh, the Latin Exchange, back in Impact Wrestling? When, it when was she her, was Rosita? Yes. She had the same following. She's, did, uh, she's done I don't lot, know. It she's was, done a lot of Were you watching base. TNA back then? Could you actually find it on television? Yes, back then you could. It was Channel 42. <laughs> it was a lot easier. I don't know what Channel 42 See, is. See, I think you're over your skis on this one where now you're sitting here trying to be the underboss, wanting to strong arm <laughs> people out of their money just, just because they were smart enough to do something and did what WWE Uncreative didn't. And WWE Uncreative is so uncreative that they're hiring. There's actually an ad out there. <laughs> <laughs> Cole, you, you, you tweeted out. You know, I, was you trying should... to, I was trying to give you an opportunity, man. For, I'd have to close my Twitch account. Is that really going to hurt you that much, though? I mean, look, I might be missing that five bucks every seven years that I get from Twitch. Yeah, I literally use Twitch to watch Impact Wrestling, and I, 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 would, I wouldn't be sad if my Twitch account got shut down. I mean, Your primary revenue stream is OnlyFans, isn't it? No, I'm on Cameo, man. Who in the hell? Who wants to? 404 741 1230. Call into the finishing move here on Extra 1063. If all, you want my Chris fans. Colwell to call you on Cameo and wish you a happy birthday, he's going to charge you seven bucks. If you want him to wish you a happy birthday, call us and let us know. But are you interested in going for WWE Uncreative and getting a job with them? You've heard the stories. You know what they deal with. Do you want to work 24 hours a day, be on call around the clock when Vince McMahon all of a sudden goes, oh, I got an idea, or I don't like that idea. Do you really want that to happen? And do you want to come up with all these ideas only for him to crap on them literally 10 minutes before the show goes live? That sounds like a a way to, I don't know, that's a good way to find yourself either in the crazy house or to put extra stress on your body that you don't need. So here's your key responsibilities. Manage a team of writers slash producers to build compelling stories that capture a global audience fitting multiple demographics. They don't do that right now. Lead writing teams, discussions, and brainstorming and laying out weekly episodes and long-term storylines. They don't do that. No wonder they're looking for someone right now because whoever had this job before clearly has been fired. Who do you think would be? I don't think the person that held that spot before did that either. 
That's why they've been fired. No, I'm saying I don't think they got the opportunity to do that. I they mean, probably actually did do that, and it was immediately poo-pooed. Constructively mentor and critique individual writers to help develop growth and further a positive team environment. I've heard the backstage stories at WWE. That doesn't happen. Yeah. Plus, you need 10 years of team and f- TV and film writing and production experience Experience supervising a writing team and leading a writer. Okay. The I mean, re- I have 10 years plus of a production experience, so I could go for that. So you got to change your Twitter handle again. That's why they know the that you The bearded producer. And yet again, Ooh. here it is again. You know what? I might be willing to break the rain just for that. Just to go back to try and get a job with W. Let me know how. So how would your wife feel about that if you're a writer for WWE and you I have to I wonder how write- she'd like living in Stanford, Connecticut. And, and you also have to write out bra and panties matches. Those don't happen anymore. Look at where we're going. They're knocking on the door real quickly. As With what? As, they, as desperate as they are for ratings on Raw? But what have they done on television that even suggests that? They're looking like they're ready to knock on the door for that. How many? I don't ta- think they would get away with it now. I Does Vince care? Yeah, he does. He's got uh, shareholders that very much care. Actually, his shareholders aren't very happy with him anyway, so he really probably Well, it's because he sells off his stocks left and right. He doesn't care very much. Well, look, as you can hear, WWE is in a bit of an upheaval, and they're obviously in a bit of a struggle there. But we did have some matches that took place this week, and one that turned out to be most interesting. Drew McIntyre, he recaptured the WWE title from Randy Orton. Now, this is after Randy Orton. This is probably one of his shortest reigns in WWE history. And WWE on Raw— I actually don't believe it's his shortest, believe it or not. You're not listening so good back there today. One of his shortest reigns, not the but shortest. But I was just trying to give you a little bit of trivia. I, he didn't plead with that. And it's not on the show sheet. Well, you know, I made show sheets before and you threw them in the trash. So there's that. And then you added something to it that I didn't put on there. Is it my fault? you wanted to you spoil the audience. Is it my fault that you didn't prep for the show? That my issue? Obviously, for some Chris, reason, this argument comes up about once every couple months. Your lack of preparation for the show? I agree. No, you spoiling our audiences who didn't want to know about Keith Lee winning the NXT championship. Once again, I repeat, is it my fault that you didn't properly prep for the show? I did prep and for you, it. I knew it was happening. I didn't want you to say it. And you couldn't blame it on your kid back then because he wasn't even born yet. At least I could give you the benefit of the doubt That's for the true. kid. So now what excuse you going to use? I got nothing. Clearly, you don't. We're going to take a break here as we're going to give Cowell some time to prep for the next don't segment. Tell of me the what show. to do. Push the button. You're listening to the finishing move on yes, Extra 1063. Live from Cobb County, this is the finishing move. Talking all things wrestling on Extra 1063 FM. Welcome back to the finishing move on Extra 1063. Live from Cobb County, Big John Radcliffe. Chris Colwell, no Adam the Road Dog Gillespie. I have no clue where he is. I'm going to be honest with you. Normally, I can make something up. I really don't know where he is. And He's he has, on, what is it, OnlyFans or whatever it is? You probably shouldn't get on that site at work, Chris. I said he is on there. The only way you would know that is if you were on there right now I'm yourself. I'm taking an educated guess. It sounds like you're doing, so you're researching OnlyFans, but you're not researching for the show. Glad to see you're being a productive part of this team, Colwell. I watch the shows. That's my that's my prep. That's your prep. Oh, no wonder. That's why I'm spoiling things for you then. That's your prep. You only watch the show. Obviously, Googling the computer is a hard part for you. Well, congratulations goes out to John Moxley. Currently, you and he have something in common. You just recently had a child, and him and former WWE announcer, his wife, Renee Young, announced that they are expecting a child. Do we think this will lead to him dropping the... AEW championship when it's time for him to take some time off for paternity leave. I still think he's dropping it on December 2nd to Kenny Omega. I think it's time for a change at the top. I also know that, like he mentioned last night in his promo, he's got two championships on two different continents. At some point, he's either got to be stripped of the title in New Japan that he has, the IWGP US title, or he's got to actually go over there. And I think they're trying to get him in there for their big Tokyo Dome show at the beginning of the year. That's the you know WrestleMania over there. So in order to do that, you think AEW wants a world champion traveling to another country right now? Probably not. So I think it'll come. It's going to be convenient timing where Kenny Omega is going to take the title here soon, so that both Moxley can both drop that other title and go be a dad. 
Yeah, I think that's what we're going to see here. We saw it on uh, AEW Dynamite. Moxley was attacked backstage. So I think it is setting up properly that we're going to see Kenny Omega. He'll become the champion. I think we're going to see Moxley. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm intrigued to see how that's going to work because I don't know if Japan has reopened or not throughout this well, global th- pandemic and how that would work for him. Because, number two, the other thing he has to be concerned yeah. about, if it's at the first of the year, depending on how far along Renee Young is, he might not be here to go to different doctor's appointments and things of that nature. So there, right. we he might actually end up just deciding – I'll forfeit the other title as well, mm-hmm. get ready to be a dad, and I'll just be done with it for right now, and I'll see you guys in about well, a year. I'm surprised that New Japan hasn't just gone ahead and stripped him at this point because he hasn't been over there since before the pandemic. They have managed to, though, get guys over there for their uh, G1 Climax, their big tournament they always do every summer. There were several guys that were back here in the States, like uh, Tamatanga and Tangaloa, Kinta, the former Hideo Tommy of WWE, mm-hmm. several guys, Jay White. Uh, were all stateside because they started that New Japan Strong show that was is based out of L.A., and they were wrestling there. So they got all those guys over to Japan so they could be part of that G1 Climax. I'm guessing they're all still over there. So I think they can get there. The question is, I don't know what the procedures are. I know I have a, a friend of the family that was doing some work in, I want to say, Scotland recently uh, this summer, and the whole they had basically to go there, quarantine for two weeks, then do their work, then come, then quarantine for another two weeks, and then come back. So I'm wondering if it's a similar procedure with Japan, because they've done, reports are, they haven't done that badly over there as far as managing it with Japan. So it's why New Japan got to start, they were the first promotion in the world to have fans back, really actual true fans back in the arenas uh, before AEW ever had it. And obviously WWE just recently started doing it with NXT. But um, I don't know. It'd be interesting because you don't want them getting stuck over there. I mean, that's the one thing you definitely don't want your champion, your AEW world champ, stuck over there. So if he did get stuck over there, which would be unfortunate, they're not going to be missing their champion if he drops the title. But the problem is, for him, is Renee Young being here in the States. You don't want to get too far away from your wife and put yourself in a situation where you're not going to be there for appointments and you're just not going to be around, period, where you're having to communicate on Zoom all the time or on FaceTime or whatever. So that's a tricky situation. If I was John... I would just give them the title. I'm super, again, surprised they just hadn't done it sooner. Are you, folks out there in Radio Land, are you not more impressed at the fact that Chris Colwell seems to know more about international affairs <laughs> than he does about the last segment of the show? Am I the only person that was just very impressed at the fact that he went to Scotland, Japan? He knew more about international affairs than he did about <laughs> Zelina Vega's rights as a contract employee to WWE. Clearly, they are not showing her rights at all right now, and that's a whole another discussion of conversation that will probably be. They're not showing her rights. She's got more rights than they're they're actually allowing at this point. Obviously, what are you talking about? What are you talking? About? <laughs> you said you just said that I don't know anything about her contractual rights. Correct. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that they actually abided by her correctly in her contract and the rights that she had in that contract. That's not what you just said. Before, you said they did the right thing. Vince McMahon I didn't say, I was said like they did it, handled it very shadily. I didn't say that they did the you right thing he, in firing her. You said they should have. You came out and just said, we'll go to the skimmer and pull this, <laughs> that they should have devoted her for 10, 10%. <laughs> Now, now you're backtracking. I didn't say fire her. I said get your profit, now, little bit of profit. I now didn't you're say backtracking. <laughs> no, I'm not. Now, now no, you're back- I'm not. What is this your heel? Did I ever? Say- <laughs> what are you? What are you trying to not? What are you the big? Do you show? want me to be the heel of the show? What are you trying to do? The big show heel turn here is now. You're trying to do a heel face, heel face turn <laughs> all in a one hour show. Good lord, man. I'll be Kevin Owens and change shows all in the course of an hour too while I'm at it. So. He can do it in way more style than I you guess can. so. Well, congratulations, Art and yes. Honor. As you guys are listening to the finishing move here on Extra 106.3, Big John Radcliffe, Chris Colwell. Are you sure F- I'm still C- allowed on this show? Or are you about to kick me off of it? Because I feel like you're getting into it, you know. I don't know. By the way, speaking of the Moxley thing, I saw a pretty cool uh, GIF online somebody posted last night that was basically it was an old uh, footage of the Shield when uh, Ambrose and, and Rollins were on better terms, and it's kind of like the look you get when you're both about to be fathers, since Seth and, and Becky Lynch are expecting later next month, I think. So that is pretty cool when you think about it, that both the Shield brethren are about to be dads. I now know why Biggie went solo. 
I now understand why. Are you going to do this show by yourself now? Became an indie. He became an, a singles wrestler. I understand this a little bit more <laughs> at this moment in time. I questioned it before. It's at this moment in time, right here, November nineteenth, seven thirty six p.m. on Extra one zero six three live from Cobb County. <laughs> the name of the show might go from the finishing move to Big John Wrestle Kingdom. Because I New Japan will sue you for that, by the way. No, no. Big John Wrestle Kingdom, all one word. Yeah, but Wrestle Kingdom is the name of the show in New Japan. They don't the Tokyo own Dome. the rights to they you I can put as long as I put Big John in front of it. Mm, oh WWE oof. lawyers have, have sued and uh put uh cease and desist out there for for less than that. No. They put it out there for Bash at the Beach. Because the rights to the name of Bash at the Beach are un, are actually out there, but if I put the copyright out there for Big John's Wrestle Kingdom, all one big phrase, you can't sue me for that. They don't own the rights to the combination of two words that you can never use ever again. I feel again, like they wrestling. would argue that it would be a, a confusion in the in the uh, what do they call it the marketplace? Just so you guys understand. <laughs> Another show sheet goes down the drain. Well, you're not following it. So this is where we're going. Now we're going to New Japan and lawsuits. So we're going to get Ray Judice on the line, and we're going to discuss some legal moments here. And we're going to have a legal segment with Ray Judice so we can discuss law. Because where I wanted to go was I wanted to wish congratulations to FTR as PWI put out their first ever top 50 tag team wrestling list. FTR has topped the list. Now, they haven't actually released the magazine yet, but I did want to know, but Colwell will probably go off track and start talking about some federation in Uganda. So uh, in, in Mexico, where CMLL... <laughs> go ahead. This is, this is why this show gets no listeners. This is why we have no listeners. I, I can't find where the other member of the team is. Colwell wants to discuss international affairs. You know, there was a long-standing show that went on for many, many years where two members of the show would do different shows, and that show's not around anymore. Do we really want to become that? I digress. Who do you think makes up at least the top five of the of PWI's top five tag teams? Now, keep in mind, this goes in the world. So who do you think makes up at least the top five? Obviously, we know FTR makes up num- is number one. Who do you think makes up the other four? Young Bucks, the Gorillas of Destiny. Uh I would say probably some probably street profits maybe from WWE. Uh, Hangman and Kenny? I don't think they make it. I don't think they make it. I actually give it I agree. I mean they were tag team champions for the bulk of the year. I give the Young Bucks credit okay, but FTR well, wasn't even for the bulk of the year. They weren't even there. Keep in mind they ended well, up. Oh yeah, but they were revival in WWE. They gave it to FTR though. I understand that, but it's still the same. It they're at that point they're acknowledging and knowing how PWI does their rating system. And even so, keep in mind, FTR and Revival, one way or another, they were off the air for almost six months. Sure, that non compete came about. So that's why I don't think if I don't think Hangman and Omega make it. I think uh, who's the Canadian tag team out of Impact? Oh, the Wrestling? North. I think the North makes it. I think they are a very impressive tag team. I think they're a tag team that makes it. I think the Young Bucks make it. I. Would toss, I would have to flip a coin where either I would go the Street Profits or, yeah, that would be the only other one well, I could When you said the international flip, that's why I suggested the Gorillas of Destiny. No, I'm out, not, of, I, out of Japan because I'm not disagreeing with Knowing that how they do their magazine, that I guarantee you at least one team from Japan will make it. Maybe we need to submit someone from Southern Honor Wrestling to give them a little bit of credit as well. Oh, well, the Lynch Mob, I guess, could be in there. Why not? That would be one. That would be another There's one. There's no other tag there. teams there, but that <laughs> Well, technically, that's not true. you got Lethal Poison, and uh, I think there's another group there, but I, their name's escaping me as right he now. he continues on to his own show <laughs> yet again. Now, granted, that other show went on for over 20 years, but I digress. Yeah, well, you think so, we uh, got the longevity with ours On here? the Wednesday night, well, God, no. <laughs> 20 years? Are you nuts? What are you, crazy? I can't even get you two to come in every week. Much I'm here. Less, okay, this week? What's next week got in store for us? Actually, I think we're off because it's Thanksgiving. And what about the week after that? I'll be back. Yeah, a likely story. 
I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start sharing our text message feed on Twitter. <laughs> Follow me at John Rad 450 Road Dog 680. Well, they'll never see Road Dog's Colwell. text because he never replies. Once again, I'm just. I'm, I'm gonna pull the curtain back here, and I'm gonna show you guys who's who's the workhorse of this team. You're right. It's me. Who's the guy who keeps this thing on track? Because like one of the guy, one of the members, he he shows up literally just before the curtain pulls open, and we're sitting in gorilla position. Sometimes I, I, it's the Steve Austin. You know, I show up in the middle of the show, then make my big entrance at the end of the show. That's me. And then sometimes he he shoots a message at the very last minute. Not gonna make it. <laughs> Good grief. The other one, eh, you know. he's got other priorities. I don't even think it's called priorities, to be honest with you. I digress. We got Duties. off topic here. <laughs> you said duty. <laughs> so the battle continues on for the Wednesday Night Wars, <laughs> and AEW wins yet again. At some point in time, does NXT need to just wave the white flag and say, you know what, move me to Tuesday, move me to Saturday? Because now I won't take away from it. Halloween Havoc was amazing. Yes. But I also think at some point in time, I've read reports, if you watched NXT last night, you had Io Shirai take on Rhea Ripley for the uh, WWE NXT Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley lost. Rhea could be headed up to, up over, whatever you want to call it. She could be headed to SmackDown or Raw. Lateral move. Up, called up is what they say, though. Yeah, so, but I'm not listening to what they say. Well, but, you know, they could sue you as you want to go over contract law here on the show. For <laughs> I don't know what they're going to sue me for. What did I do? Well, you're not following their guidelines of things you're supposed to say. I don't. But, yeah, okay. But she could be moving on. So at some point in time, you're going to start losing some of your stars because they're going to move on to the other brands ultimately. At some point in time, does NXT just need to wave the white flag and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to move on and we need to move to another day if we want to continue to compete. I mean, if you want to get a, if the purpose of the brand at this point and what the show is scheduled, what it's for on USA is to get the best rating possible. Yeah, they need to be on another night because they've proven when they were unopposed that they could draw a pretty good rating. It's not on the par of Raw or SmackDown, and it's not even on the par of AEW unopposed, but it's still a better rating. But we all know what the purpose of NXT being on network television is right now it's to be the thorn in AEW's side it's more about costing AEW viewers than them getting the viewers themselves on NXT and we all know it otherwise it would still be on the network it would still be on WWE Network along with UK so I mean yeah in a perfect world it would be great to have them on Tuesdays I will admit as a wrestling fan it has been nice to relive a version of the Monday Night War with being able to flip back and forth between both shows during the course of the two hours I do enjoy that but I would also be just as happy being able to you know tune in on the Tuesday and be like, all right, I can watch in, you know two hours of NXT tonight, and I'll watch two hours of Dynamite tomorrow, and it won't be interrupted, and I'll be able to you know fully take in both shows instead of having to kind of go out of my way to catch other things that I may have missed while I am flipping back and forth. So, I mean, it's one of those situations where we know what it would be best for the brand, but I don't think that that's what WWE or the USA Network are thinking here. I actually think they were. I think they wanted to create another show because look what you had. What did we we grew up watching? Uh, what what is it? Uh, Shotgun Saturday Night. Ah, yes. And we had different shows like that. I think WWE wanted to create, yeah, but that thing. was on Saturday when it you didn't take prime actual prime time, you know, hours out of the you know week. This was a Saturday night when less people were watching. Those types of programs got put on Saturday and Sunday for a reason. You put it out there because you could advertise during it. Sure. Like, let's not fa- let's face facts. They they don't put on wrestlers to entertain us. They put on wrestling to advertise for them. I think they were looking for a way to add another another show that could be out there to ultimately number one try and sell more merchandise because it's easier to sell it if you know who they are when you're watching NXT when they get called up to Raw or SmackDown. You sell more merchandise. You sell more title belts. You get more kids involved with it. I think they were looking to it. I don't think it was so much being a thorn in AEW's side because I don't think they're losing viewers from it. I think, yes, those of us who are flipping back and forth, but I think they have that dedicated few because the difference that you have is where you're looking at WWE where they're calling up. They're trying to bring back old wrestlers. They're bringing back Melina or talks of bringing back the likes of Melina, and it's not a shot at her, but where AEW – they're bringing back people where we're excited to see them. We were excited to see Zack Ryder. We're, we're excited to see were FTR. We though? I was. FTR? Yes, very much so. At this Zach point, Zack Ryder was just kind of like, yeah, okay, cool. I think you were. I think people were because you wanted to see him get a chance. Were you excited to see Sean Spears? 
be there after being Ty Dillinger in WWE? Not really. Because no. to me, they're comparable. It's the same. I don't know. The same wrestler. Zack Ryder went to YouTube and create and made his own success, which under your logic, he should give up 10% of his money. I'm pretty sure he probably, there was a connection there. Zack Ryder be- created his own championship. I understand that. And created his own fan base. But then he, they sold that merchandise, I think, on WWE Shop. But now you think he got all the profits to that? But what I'm saying is, in terms of when I say that, I'm saying he did that and created a fan base of his own that was excited, that wanted to see him get a shot. I will and agree when, with you on that. And when he went over to AEW, yes, we're going to see him get a shot. Son Spears, 10, 10. It, it was a quick ten, pop. 10, and then I, 10. That's what I just said. I, I just said that. Remember when he was 10 in the Royal Rumble, number 10? I just said that. Wasn't that great? I just yeah, said that. Yeah, it was awesome. Stop that, Dan. Um, So, Sean <laughs> Spears, I don't think, got the pop that, that Zack Ryder. There's not a comparable fan base that's there. I think you had two different fan bases that took it. And I think that's what AEW is doing a great job at, is bringing in wrestlers that, ooh, we're intrigued to see him, whether you follow him in the indies, Ring of Honor, wherever they might come from, you're excited to see them. And I think that's what WWE is kind of missing out on a little bit. Well, I mean, you look at the indie guys they brought in. They're all guys that were up and coming that maybe didn't fit the WWE mold, and that's where the excitement from them come from. But the other guys that they brought in this year, especially Miro, FTR, well, they're guys that probably wouldn't have been there otherwise if the pandemic didn't happen. Because if you think WWE was going to release Rusev, yes, I don't think they would have. I do. I don't think they had anything planned for Rusev. They probably I, didn't, but you know they didn't want him to end up in AEW. Well, there was no place else. I mean, let's face it. I don't think Rusev would have. Rusev probably pushed to be let go a little faster. I'm too, sure he did. That don't mean they're going to let him go. There's an alternative. I think now you could, WWE is being a little bit reckless and a little bit arrogant because they're forgetting that there's another option out there. Zelina Vega. You don't think we're, we're not going to see Zelina Vega show up possibly at an AEW event? Oh, by the way. Who do you think we're going to see follow suit not too long after? Her husband, Alistair Black, who they don't have a great story to go with as well. Yeah, that's yeah. that just that pains you to see. Exactly, Alistair Black doing nothing. I think they're going. Which think, I, I did read that he apparently petitioned to go back to NXT. That's that's, and that's the alternative. The if you don't want, want to go back down, if you that's not back down, that's back over. We've discussed this. Either way, it's a way wrong. to let them get. <laughs> you don't want them to leave your your overall umbrella of ownership basically you don't want them to go to AEW then send them to NXT if you have nothing for them on Raw or SmackDown it's that simple but then what do you do for those up-and-comers that NXT is my shot to get started so now I don't have that so now you you are pushing the talent that's there that's on their way up on the rise the current North American champion at NXT now he'd be pushed down to get in there with (laughs) should he be North American champion right now that's not the point of this conversation. I'm talking about now he's pushed down because now you have to deal with the undisputed era. You have to do deal with uh, the Indianapolis Colts former kicker, Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee and his and his faction, the Kings of NXT. You now have to deal with all these other groups. Now you're starting to water it down with so many stars that it's like, hey, we, I don't, I don't stand a chance. Oh, and by the way, what do I do? Go back to 205 Live. I can find that easier than I can find Impact Wrestling. You so can? That's where I think things start to get a little bit convoluted. And I think that's where part of the problems will start to come in. So I think WWE is still a little bit arrogant and cocky on the concept of, yeah, sure, go ahead, leave. You're not going to be any kind of star over there. And then what they're looking at is, wait a minute, it's working. What can we do to bring back some excitement, some hype? Ooh, Melina, she was exciting. Let's bring her back. Let's go with the way that Road Dog likes to do it. Because I think. Could have sworn Undertaker was already retired, but evidently we're going to get one more farewell of the Undertaker. Well, they never did it in front of the, you know, he just kind of walked off and rode off in the sunset. He didn't even rode off; he just kind of spoke it off, actually. But I, but well, I mean, see, talking about the WrestleMania match, he was on the bike and he rode off. That yes, they're they're bringing back old stars as their way to try and revitalize and capture the old audience back, but they're not working on their new audience. They're bringing the Undertaker back for the farewell because they realize that the rest of Survivor Series pay per view sucks. Well, let's be honest. I hope it doesn't suck so badly because guess what we're doing in the next segment? We're We're talking Impact Wrestling, right? You promised me we would talk Impact Wrestling. We did. We did? Yep. Did we really, though? Yep. Okay. Got to go back and listen to it. It's actually sitting there. I mean, technically, on that logic, we got New Japan into the show, too. This is becoming the other guy's podcast. No, because of you. Well, that is my show, so. See, and this is why I said 
you guys are just piggybacking Subscribe on the work. to it on Spotify. You guys are piggybacking off the Apple. work that I put forth every single week. I really understand why Biggie Langston became a singles wrestler more and more every single week. Well, coming up, Survivor Series is a few days away, and we're going to make some picks. As boring as it might be, and as much as we might not be looking forward to it, we have to continue the tradition. And also, we're going to hope that Chris Colwell stays on topic, but honestly, if you're a gambling man, I highly doubt it. You're listening to The Finishing Move on Extra 106.3. Live from Cobb County, this is The Finishing Move. With the road dog, Adam Gillespie, the bearded wrestling fan, Chris Colwell, and Big John Radcliffe. On Extra 106.3 FM. Welcome back to The Finishing Move on Extra 106.3. Live from Cobb County, Big John Radcliffe, along with my tag team partner for the evening. The Nope, not the road dog. Chris Colwell. What in the world? Really? I'm offended by that. You almost called me road dog. Why are you offended by that? I am not road dog. Are you I'm sure? I'm very much not Road Dog. Are you sure? Yeah. Positive. You can't. I, I don't. You shouldn't say positive. I don't do in, segments where you, I'm creeping. Shouldn't say positive in days and times like this. Why is that? I'll let you think about it for a second. All right. I'm going to get on that right now. There he is. Look. Look. Oh, there it is. Okay. Got it. Okay. Cool. Oh, there it is. Took All right. Yeah. I'll get there faster next time. Pretty sure he got hit with a chair recently all right so survivor series is coming up and this is not your traditional the way we would like it to be we've discussed that before and if you haven't been keeping up go back listen to the old episodes of the finishing move or also take a listen to the regular guys oh no 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 no. we're not regular we're we're the other guys other guys the other guys yeah no 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 that's that's another lawsuit potentially trying to happen there if you want to call us no ask the question no i'm just saying we're we're not using that we're the other guys Look, you can use whatever name you want to. It has I'm no just affiliation. saying, don't get, don't get, don't get us sued. It has no affiliation to the finishing move. I mean, <laughs> I, let me post that out there. Whatever you name your podcast is not affiliated with the finishing move. The finishing move, the dark matches, Big John Radcliffe. I mean, Dicky Broadcasting or Extra One Hundred Six. It is called the finishing move, the other guy's podcast. Oh, so then I'm suing. Okay, go ahead. Well, you said I couldn't use Big John's <laughs> Wrestle Kingdom. Well, yeah. The other guy's podcast is affiliated under the umbrella of the Finishing Move universe. Who provided licensing of that? I'm pretty sure it was a group discussion. Maybe Road Dog wasn't here for that, but that's because he's I, I never w- here for the discussion. I wasn't here for it either. Uh, well, okay. So, oh, well. So you just went and copyrighted friends. <laughs> Look, I went rogue. I'm sorry. It is what it is. All right. Went rogue. You've been going rogue the whole doggone show. Good grief. Should that be my new nickname? The the bearded rogue of the finishing move? How about we just call you Dear Colwell? Dear Colwell. D-E-E-R. Because oh. Buck is already taken. <laughs> okay. Fine. We'll, we'll go with it. You don't want to go down that road, do you? Uh, yeah, hey, we'll take it. All right, so let's make our picks here for Survivor Series. We'll start off with the traditional Survivor Series matches that'll consist of Team Raw, that'll consist of AJ Styles, Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle, which they dropped his first name now. He's now just Riddle. What is that? <laughs> We're trying a soundtrack. <laughs> popping in music randomly there. Good grief. Taking oh, you, on teams, you didn't set me up to play it. Taking on Team <laughs> Smack. Set you up to do a whole lot of things. You done it the whole dog on. I'd set you up to talk about New Japan. Never mind. But taking on Team SmackDown, that'll consist of Kevin Owens, Jay Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and a fifth member to be determined. Who do you think the fifth member of Team SmackDown will be? And who do you pick as the winner of the male five on five men's Survivor Series elimination match? Well, assuming that they don't make the announcement of the fifth member tomorrow night on SmackDown, my prediction is that Team SmackDown will win. Because in his farewell, The Undertaker will be the fifth member of Team SmackDown. Uh, I'm going to go a different route. I think the fifth member of Team SmackDown, just because they don't have a use for him yet, it's going to be Big E. And I think Team SmackDown does come out on top because I think they just don't know what to do with the rest of the members of Team Raw. And I think they're going to want to try and get that push going for Big E, hopefully. For Team Raw in the women's five-on-five elimination match, 
Team Raw, Nia Jack, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce taking on Team SmackDown that is missing quite a few members, but it's Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two members who have yet to be determined. Who do you think the two members will be, and who do you think wins? Uh, Team Raw will win, and I think because of the uh, table spots with Lana lately, I think somehow, some way, Lana's going to end up being the sole survivor. Just to kind of be the payoff of that. Yeah, agree. But um, I honestly, I ain't got a clue who will. Maybe Bailey would be there because she's not in a program at the anything. moment. Yeah, Natalia has, you know, been around. I, I don't, honestly don't know where you go with Team SmackDown. Yeah, that one, I'm at a bit of a loss. I also for. don't really care, but that just tells you about Survivor Series. Uh, this is also, which would traditionally be on Clash of the Champions, but I guess they decided let's put it on Survivor Series because, well, 2020. Uh, Raw's United States champion Bobby Lashley will take on SmackDown's IC champion Sami Zayn. Who do you have winning? <sighs> Sami Zayn is not winning this match. Bobby Lashley wins all day, but this has been like a tradition of Survivor Series the last ever since the brand extension came back, the champion versus champion matches. So that's part of the why this year's show kind of sucks because it's the same tired concept. You also have the New Day, Kofi Kingston and Xavier Woods taking on the Street Profits. Raw's tag team champions taking on SmackDowns. I'm actually going to go with the New Day taking the win on this one. I'm going to agree with you on that because I think as crazy as this is to sound, the idea of Kingston and, and Woods being established as a tag team, but they're now without Big E, they almost need like that win to kind of put them over the edge of, hey, we're going to be fine without Big E. So I think they need this more than the Profits. You have Asuka, the Raw Women's Champion, taking on Sasha Banks, SmackDown's Women's Champion. I think Sasha Banks takes the win on this one. I think the way that they've booked Sasha so much in the past with the short title reigns, I think she needs this one to continue building momentum with that champion and help solidify herself as the champion. See, I could see it going either way because you could have Carmella involved against Sasha, but you could also have, you know, someone from who is it? Been, it's uh, uh, who's the other the female member? It's Mia Yim, but what is her name in Retribution? Uh, Mia Yim. I, who cares about Retribution? <laughs> Reckoning, reckoning. Yeah, sure. Uh, I honestly, I, f- I predict this match will be a no contest because of interference. Interesting take. And Drew McIntyre, as he regains the Raw WWE Champion, he will take on SmackDown's Universal Champion with Paul Heyman in his corner, Roman Reigns. I think Roman Reigns wins this one, but I think it comes off of interference with Jay Uso getting involved and possibly even Jimmy Uso getting involved. I don't know how healthy or if he's. If he's even back to 100%, I'd be intrigued to see, you know, how it plays out. But I think Roman Reigns comes out with the win. Roman's winning, but I think it'll be somebody from the Raw side that's going to cost Drew the match. Either Randy Orton looking for revenge or maybe even Sheamus. I'd actually even go one step further. It might even be someone that we not even, that I completely forgot about that I've heard rumors might be joining this faction. Samoa Joe. Hmm. That Music. could be good. Music's gone now. I was bringing it back. What a rough show. <laughs> I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen. You guys deserve better. Well, that's what happened when you put me on the board. I think what we're going to start doing, we're just going to take the last hour of Chuck and Churn off and just replay it again. Yeah, I'm not touching that one. No, because you'd mess it up the way you run a You're board. You're right. You're right. Well, you guys have been listening to the finishing move. You can listen to sorry. the... Other set of group of guys. The other guys that, podcast. The other group of guys podcast. <laughs> okay. Featuring Chris Colwell and intern David, which I don't know why we call him an intern. He's, he's the excellent. intern of the finishing move. Then he should be running board. Apparently, he's also the self-proclaimed AEW aficionado, so I don't know what that really means. He calls himself that. You two are the most self-proclaiming. Self-professing individuals I've ever met. I'm just a bearded wrestling fan. No, you claim to be the champion of the station at one point in time. No, of this show. But didn't show up to defend your title and you had to be I actually have a championship. It's sitting on my son's mantle so your by son, his bed. So ironically, a newborn beat you. But I won it first here. It was handed to me. Road Dog handed me the title first. And your son beat you for it. Well, yeah, I laid down for him. I'm not going to, you know, I got I to gotta support oh. my kid. Kevin Nash versus Hulk Hogan, you horrible individual. <laughs> yeah, it was a finger poke set type situation. Yeah. Oh, you guys are horrible. I didn't make anybody watch it though. I You're didn't. Right. I didn't tell. I didn't tell fifty thousand people to pack the Georgia Dome to watch it. 
you know, we're going to close this show out. Thank you guys for listening to The Finishing Move on Extra 106.3. John Radcliffe, I'm pretty sure I'll be solo ever again. I'm not bringing anybody back. I'll be honest. I'm, I'm going on a super I'll see you guys kick. next week. I'll be back. I'm no, no, not next week. Kick. Two weeks from now. I'm going on a super kick party, and I'm just kicking all my tag Super team, kick tag party! You guys have a happy holiday. Have a happy Thanksgiving. We won't be with you guys next week. But you can follow us on social media. John Rad 450. Chris. Bearded Colwell. Whatever his name is this week. I don't know. At Wrestle Extra. He'll start talking about New Japan or something like that. I mean, on at Bearded Colwell. Yeah, I might might tweet about that. He's going to start talking about Celtic duck fighting or something. (laughs) You know. What is this? I'm actually intrigued. You know, Ugandan quail fighting. Something strange out there. Thank you guys for listening. Hopefully when we get back after the Thanksgiving break, we will provide you guys with a much better and much more entertaining show. I promise you that portion because I'll be here. I just can't guarantee you that I'll have tag team partners. So until then, have a happy holidays. Be safe. Wear your mask. The warm air, the sounds of baseball, it's got you thinking about hitting the road. And no matter where your adventures take you, Subaru of Gwinnett has a vehicle to get you there safely and in style. Like the 2024 Subaru Outback, sporting standard symmetrical all-wheel drive and up to 32 miles per gallon. Or the 2024 Subaru Forester, the SUV with a spacious and comfortable interior for everyone you want to bring along. Start your shopping online at SubaruofGwinnett.com, then come see us for a test drive on Satellite Boulevard in Duluth. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com.